0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: That was and men of God, what are we supposed to be abiding by, so that's what we're going to be talking about this evening. The basis of um, tonight's podcast is um, Romans chapter 12, verse 2, and it's from the um, Good News Translation. It says, do not conform yourselves to the standards of this world, but let God transform you inwardly by a complete change of your mind. Then you will be able to know the will of God, what is good and is pleasing to Him and is perfect. So it's letting us know that we can't conform to the ways of this world. There's so many different standards in this world, and really the standard of this world is to go about your feelings, to go about whatever makes you feel good, whatever sounds good, whatever looks good. And God is saying, no, it's not about what looks good, it's not about sound good. And he's saying, no, what is good?
0: I'm saying. What is, is good? Yes. It is, and it God is, is saying, "What is good
1: is what we're supposed to be flowing by, not what you know." Okay, everything feelings are temporary, right? You believe, but God's standards are permanent. Yes. So we need to be following it, and especially in the day and age, that's why I'm, I'm grateful that God allowed us to come before you again because it's so much stuff going on, and you got so many um, different doctrines going on in the church, and oh, people boy. are losing sight um, of what what God's standards are, yes. and allowing okay. the world to. Way of what truly God, what God's word was and when he wrote it down, that was final. Yes. Mm-hmm. We should not be trying to take a little bit of this scripture and just put it all in the pot and just make our own recipe. No, that's not the way the word of God works. Right. That's not the way this Christian lifestyle is supposed to work. So, now I'm Holy Spirit, God can go on and on with that. But, let's get to the question. <laughs> but that's what Um, So, the way this works, um, the viewers, I have some questions here um, that people have submitted already, but please feel free to type in your questions on the live feed. I do have a moderator behind the camera that I will be going back and forth with to let us know if there are questions that you guys have. So, feel free to answer the questions. I'm going back and forth because I really want to make sure that you guys have everything you need. So, with that being said, you guys ready? I, think I believe
2: so. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to <laughs> question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Alright. Alright. Yeah. Go. Let's, go. Let's go.
1: Here we go. So, first question. How do I know if it's God's will for me to be single and never get married? Oh, that's good. That's good. So, the question again is How do I know if it's God's will for me to be single and never get married? Mm. Remember that. I think elders should. Absolutely. (laughs)
3: When you think about singleness and marriage, um, I would say that if you know it's God's will for you to never be married, then the first thing that hit that just came to me is that you would be satisfied, satisfied and satisfied to the point where um, you wouldn't have a need or a desire for another mate. So to have a life of singleness. I'm going to share with you. That's something that God, God, or it has to be God ordained. Because I know there were certain individuals in the Bible that just look at Paul, right? Where you know he was never married, but he had a grace right. to be married, and that's something that where I put it back on God is because you need to have a grace. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you're called to be have a life of singleness, I think it's really good. But that's something that you would have to be able with the strength and the help of God because he will equip you to do it whereas though you're just satisfied in just being single Mm -hmm. if you're going to be satisfied with being single that means that he's going to endow you with a supernatural strength Mm -hmm. that you don't fall a supernatural strength that you're you're, you're not you know looking to um, be with other people and like on the other side but you'll be totally submitted to God Mm -hmm. and not And not, you know, straying to the left. So my question, my answer, I think, to that is, I think, for something like that, you have to have the grace to do that. And God will give you the grace where you just have a life of singleness. And if you have a life of singleness, then God will give you the strength, you know, to um, to see that through. But that's only through prayer. So don't, 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 please don't. Please don't bother me thinking that you can do this in your own strength. Because I know there's the world's way of like, hey, I'm single, but then you may be single, yeah. but then now you got benefits. Meaning oh, though yeah. that, that cool. I don't have yeah. another person, but now I'm pleasing that's myself. Simple, right? And if you're pleasing Cut yourself, up. then I'm standing to Facebook and everything, they know you're wrong. So that's not right. single. That's not singleness. That's not, singleness. That's not, singleness. That's not singleness at all. We're talking about, and I love it what Cherise shared, this that we're talking about God's standard. So from yeah. God's standard right. and God's point of view, that if you have you going to have a lifestyle of singleness, that's something that I believe that God has to give you the grace to do it. And if God gave it to you, then you have the grace to do it. I know a lot of people that are single and they got a grace to do that, but that's a grace from God. That is a grace. It's a grace from God. And everybody, everybody don't have that grace. Everybody don't have that grace. And that's something that I believe that God has to do. Because we have, listen, we have desires. Right, right. You know, you, you may wake up in the morning and you don't have nothing on your mind. Are you thinking about you know being with another person? You just waking up feeling like, why well, do I feel like I want to be with somebody else? So it has to take the strength of God mm-hmm. to, to change your desire. Mm-hmm. That you know, my desire and my focus is all my attention that's on him, and then he's gonna make up the difference that will make me be whole in my sinfulness. Right. And, right.
1: They were content mm-hmm. with being single. They said, God, if I never get married, I'm content with where I'm at. But even with that, they got to that point of being contentment that God, that was the moment that God actually sent mm-hmm. their spouse. So I believe that definitely that is, um, you have to, like Rome said, you have to be able to have discernment and really seek God on whether or not it's, it's whether or not it's you're amazing. in a season of waiting... Or whether or not this is actually God's perfect will for your life. Nice. Because there can be times, you know, that God will have you wait a long time before your spouse comes. A long but, then, time. <laughs> 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 but then there's other times where God can truly say, okay, this is, this is where I have for you to be. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> you truly have to, really have to um, understand the difference. Because when you get to a season of contentment, yes. and and God truly, and this is the discouragement factor that God truly wants to see that. You are going to do his will and you are going to be like with him for God to live, for God to die. Yes. If I have a spouse, so be it. If I don't have a spouse, so be it. Right. And I'm going to be rocking out with God no matter what. No matter and that's what, what God wants to see. And like this example that I showed you is that this particular person was like, listen, I'm good. God, whatever your will is. And God saw fit and saw their heart and was like, because you showed me this. That's good. Now I see that I can trust you. Now I can bless you with the reward because you are choosing me over any over over your fleshly desires. My God! And that's what God wants to sing. and that's for you know, just to give you the opposite of whether or not you should be single or right. whether or not you are in a season of waiting. Waiting season. Yeah, I think that's not single. It's waiting season.
0: Do you have any No. No, nah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Do
1: you have any
0: questions out there <laughs> No. All right. So, all
1: right. That was, that was really good. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. That was deep. Yeah. Wow. My I know. It ain't me. But anyway. <laughs> Um, and we did talk about that um, we touched on that the last time but um, I still wanted to you know, focus who, because this particular person they may not watch it the last time and they truly need to hear it so um, how do I get out of this top relationship and um, I'll start with that because um, last time um, um, and I like to keep things confidential but the last time a um, person was mentioning not just really a relationship, but really friendships, and um, shedding light that um, the people that was connected to her was uh, doing some things that was a part of her character before she was trying to get her life together. She stayed, uh, but they were an example of what God's standards were clearly not. And because she was trying to move forward, because she was trying to, you know, get things together, they were, you know, discouraging her or trying to throw things back in her face and, you know, even talking about bad about her. And that's a clear indication that you are in whether that friendship, or relationships. If there, if there are people that are, you know, coming against, you know, your role with Christ, then they clearly are not people that you need to be around. And the way to do that, the way to get out of it, because that's the question, is it's literally you have to go extreme measures. Yes, yes. You can't be babysitting this thing. You can't be like, all right, well, I'm gonna give them, you know, one more week or I mean, no. If God telling you to let it go, yeah. you gotta let it go. And it's for your own good. That's the moment because, you know, I can touch for this because I'm a very selfless person, I'm very loving, I'm very loyal. But sometimes, you know, with that it's okay to be selfish in that moment. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be like, okay, you have to like take care of your own That's relationship right. with Christ and That's protect right. your own relationship with him. And if they are affecting that and affecting your walk, you have to let them go. Boyfriend, girlfriend, friendship, it doesn't matter. You have to be able to let them go and still pray for them, still love like you know, love them from afar. But because they're still your mother or sister in the Lord, regardless if they were your boyfriend or girlfriend or not. But you have to be able to be like, listen, this ain't for me and it's affecting
0: my work with Christ. Mm -hmm. Um I I just um also want to touch on that and just talk about how when we think about Christ, Mm -hmm. when we think about God living, like for instance, in the Bible. Whenever, when you know, when Jesus was in the midst of choosing his disciples, and by the way, Christians, we are supposed to be his disciples, right? Yes. Bottom um, line. When he was choosing his disciples at that time, when he chose them and he wanted to walk, they had to drop everything mm. and follow him. The problem with us today is we're not willing to do that. So it, it doesn't, you know, matter how much we tell you. To get out of a toxic relationship or to get out of this relationship or that relationship. If you desire well, for your relationship to be close so with Christ, it's about you more than anybody else. If you desire for your to you cross of Christ. If you desire to do it His way, if you desire to walk in God's spirit then baby, it is time for you to drop yes. everything yes. and follow yes. Him. And he didn't say, "I'm gonna give you a minute to go back and call up such and such, or Facetime such and such, or dial such and such, or write in the sand to tell such and such that you're not gonna see them no more." Yes. He said, drop and follow me. Yeah. And the crazy part is, when well, i the crazy part, the dope part is, is that he knew who would and who wouldn't. That's good. Right, right. So now it's time for you to look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself, are you looking at the God's heart? Mm-hmm. Yes. Or are you just still after yourself? Yes, right? yes. Because at the end of the day, unless you are scared for your life and if you're in a relationship, where it's toxic when you're scared for your life, I say yes, absolutely call on Jesus and you need to die not one and run as fast as you can. that's right. right. But when I'm when I'm talking about toxic relationship where you know um friends who are bad or you know um in relationships where you know you're doing things that you know you're not supposed to be doing such as sex and so forth, you have to drop it. It's about you. That still stirs up in your flesh that makes you want to be there. Yes. Right. It's not even about them. Mm-hmm. It's about you. Mm-hmm. So if you want to really, really get away, yes. drop it right. and right. follow him.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I-, I just <laughs> want to add to what Keita said is excellent because when she did think about what you know disciples they had to drop everything. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, if God is asking you to let something go, go. or drop people, mm-hmm. that means that he has a better plan okay. for oh. you. Thank
0: he you for has asking a better hand. plan
3: for you. Because I yeah. love it when he didn't use that, that mm-hmm. uh, of the scripture, you know, when he said drop everything and follow them. He just, he, he, they went to fishers, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so now, they were they were fishers, but then they had a transformation where they only became they were fishes, but they became fishes of men. Hell, yeah. So exactly. they, able to, they, they, went, they went from where they were at right. to something far better. And I just want to right. share that with anybody else that walking away and staying on, on, your, on your own is not easy. But if God is calling you, if God is calling you to walk away from the people and walk on your own, then I'm telling you that he's calling you to something better. Right. With better people, yes. a whole better environment, yes. and a better situation. Yes. And and you know what, And just by the way, I believe that there are some people that's watching this right now that you know God told you. You know God told you. You don't need no more confirmations. You don't need nothing else. God told you to walk away. And I'm telling you, if he's telling you to walk away, he has something a whole lot better for you. A whole lot better. I was in a bad relationship
2: Mm. a whole Mm. years ago before I got married. And if I was in that
3: relationship now, I'm telling you, I wouldn't be married, I wouldn't be a father, I wouldn't be Mm. a husband, I wouldn't be a minister, I wouldn't be an elder. It was hard. It was rough. And I was in a toxic relationship. But I guarantee you, if he's telling you to walk away, he got something better. Mm. Far better than you can ever imagine. So all you gotta do is step out the boat. Yeah. Step out on the boat and walk. I'm telling you, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, when Kita just made me think about that. That if he's asking you to walk away, mm-hmm. he got something a lot better, a whole lot better, mm-hmm. a whole lot better. i better, better than you can ever imagine. And think about it, they don't mean you no good anyway. Not
0: sure. Yeah. I'm that's, telling you think. That. That's, <laughs> cool. that's cool. no. That's no. I love this, and I'm sorry, sister, you wanna say something too. The truth of the matter is, is a uh, God is so dope that he might yes. make you think that he asking you, but he willn't tell you. Yeah, <laughs> and yes. so yes. if he's telling you, not only would you get greater, he's also really telling you to save your life. Yeah, yeah. Like in, in real life, stop playing with your life, stop yes. playing with the time that he yes. has given us because none of us know. How long we have in real life, so you don't know how long you have, but you still want to play limbo with God. Come on, and so he's trying to tell you to stay away from some people that's leading you to hell, right? Right, and you are sitting up here playing tug of war with God in hell. If you stop breathing on the wrong end of that rope, go ahead, you're gonna end up in hell. Another thing is, you get so much peace. Yeah. when you leave God. let me tell you Thank something you. to your face to the you get so much peace I am now in the state of my life where I have more peace than I have <laughs> almost ever had and I, I'm not going through a lot but I still have peace because right. I see when God told me to let go of toxic relationships I'm not even just really talking about the dude. I'm talking about toxic friendships. Yes. When God finally told, like you want, are you going to get enough of them treating you like this? Right. Are you going to, do you have you have enough yet or not? Because I had something greater for you. Yes. I came out of that gossipy, that backbiting, yes. that are you my friend or not, that friendly stage. Uh-huh. And this is also happens inside the church. Oh. God, God. So when you come out of that, like that. that It's sense. really getting to a season Where you drop everything Because I had to drop everything I lost right. everything right. I lost everyone I lost everything And I was a season of by myself and him mm-hmm. And then not only did he show me who I was He began to show me who he had for me right. And when he brought back Real people mm-hmm. With real spirit About him <sighs> The peace that surpasses all, understand it. Mm-hmm. Get your peace. Get
2: your life. Yeah, drop it. I'm sorry. sorry baby, sis. No, it's fine. Um, I also wanted to say for the person who's trying to let go of a toxic relationship, just don't be afraid to have a season of being by yourself or being mm-hmm. alone. Because a lot of the times we hold on to people longer than we should have. Mm. Even this one is killing us because we don't want to be by ourselves. And so you had to get to the point where you say, I am enough and you're willing to do the work. And then not only do, not only just that, but then take it to God in prayer to help you. And so for me, when I went through my breakup, it was rough because, you know, I'm visionary. So I had envisioned this whole life of marriage and children and relocated to different states for better job opportunities. But the whole time i was making all these plans i never included god mm-hmm. so god made me get to a point where he was just like choose me this day who you want to serve on. and i had to get to the point where just like even though i love him and i wanted to stay i had to choose god and i had to put god first and i had days where i cried and where i was staying where i was lonely But God helps me get to a point where I got me back again. Mm -hmm. And so one of the verses that I did want to share with you was Matthew 6, 6 6-7. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. Mm-hmm. And when I took the time to go to God in prayer with what I was going through, as far as my frustration, my frustration, my sadness, He healed me. So some of the rewards I got, I received healing. Mm-hmm. Some of the rewards mm-hmm. I got, Spirit. I received wholeness. Mm-hmm. Some of the rewards I got, I saw who I am for, who God sees me to be. But I never would have gotten to that point if I never took the courage to walk away. So even in being afraid of being alone, you're not yes. really alone because God is always with us. Yes. Right. So I just want to encourage whoever's in a toxic relationship that you know it's killing you to the point that it's strangling the life out of you, that you're not willing to let go. Let go because there's life on the other side. Yes. That's good. My Lord. Good. I hope that y'all being blessed thus
1: far. If you have any questions Alright, so the next question um, is, as a Christian single, I find it hard to date. How can you determine if a person is worth your time to date? So again, it says, as a, as a Christian single, I find it hard to date. How can you determine if a person is worth your time to be? You go <laughs> I, I would just say this,
2: if,
3: if. Standards, God standards, is that look before they even be willing to take you out to date you, they yeah. need to come and, and speak to you know the person's father. Yeah. If not their father, they need to go and talk to their spiritual father. That hey, can I I, I show of an interest? And then they need to be able to take them far better than where you're at. Mm-hmm. Hey, you, you want to take hey you want to take some a female out? Then you need to pay. You need to you know. Open up the door and be like, "Hey, this is what I want to do for you. Right. You know, where are you taking? Where are you taking me to? You know, if I already have a job and I have a car, what can you add to me that's going to bring better? Okay. So I'm thinking, if you don't have better to give that person, then no, that's your sign right there. You don't know. You don't need nobody. You too bad people can't can can't get get ahead. You don't want nobody that's gonna bring you down. And if you gotta, you know, get him car fare to get you somewhere, and if you pay, and I'm, and I'm, I'm sorry, if I'm going on a tangent about this, but if you're going on a date and she's paying for everything, no, that's out of order. That's out of order. That's out of order. That's out of order. Out of order. Out of order. My thing is that he needs to bring you substance. Yeah. Oh, he mean. needs to bring you substance. Oh, and I'm sorry. And I'm sorry. This is just for free. He needs to be the initiator. If he like you and he wanna be with you and win a day, so then he needs to make a, make a move. Make a move, make a move. It was never in God's design for the woman to go to the man. So no, 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 no. Come on, Adam. No, you, you take take your rightful place. And if you're gonna be willing to do it, then you need to, you know, you know, bring bring her or something, some type of substance. Right. You know, there's no substance. You ain't working and you want to date? You know, no, get that job, <laughs> get that job, so you can add value, bring substance. I'm sorry, but well, I'm just, i just saying, bring substance. You have, I'm telling you, look, you got. The, I couldn't just come, my wife now, you know, with, you know, with just with nothing. I had to come, yeah. bring it, something to the table. Right. Okay, and she wasn't hearing that. Like, okay, you know, hey, you, are you want, you want to take me out? Then you need to pay. You want to do this? You are yeah. gonna be willing to sacrifice? You know, and find all about her. You know, and I mean, when I say all about her, I'm not talking about her physical counterparts, I'm mm-hmm. talking about her mind, right. I'm talking about her spirituality. Yeah. And if I'm coming across to enhance, I ain't coming to take away, I'm coming to add. Mm-hmm.
0: I like it mm-hmm. I think also, um, we need to start observing people. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Because one thing my um, brother said was nobody fruits, but how you want to know about fruit? if you're sitting so close under the tree, like stand up stand away from it for a second. View it from distance first. Yeah. Um and see really what who they are because sometimes yeah. when you're sitting up under a tree, like like visualize yourself right now just sitting under a tree. Mm-hmm. Most of the time your back is toward it. So you're not even focusing on what the tree Willie has to offer because you're leaning on it so much. And then when you stand up to look up, to step away, then you can see, all oh, what is happening to this witness on this tree? What was I leaning on? You're never taking the time to look at nobody on Okay. then what you did was you're just looking at the outer appearance okay. so you saw the tree, you thought the tree was fine you thought it yes. was strong, I could lean up on it and this is for men and women because I don't know what's wrong with some of the men these days but you keep leaning on these women, that's another time that. of oh, yeah. so you're leaning up on them but you don't really know what kind of tree this is mm-hmm. you're not taking your time and this is how you would know if it's worth your time if you study that tree yeah. see how he or she handles conflict mm-hmm. What they really talking about half of the time? Because yes. out of the heart, out of the mouth, the heart speaks. Yes. Um, How they treat their mom, wow. their dad? Do you watch them? Like, do they already open up car doors? Or are they already trying to act like they open up car doors for you? right now Because they want to open up another door. Oh. So, you oh. have to watch them <laughs> first from a distance. Don't be so fast. Let me tell you something. This people don't be so fast. And I had to light like because like the age that I have a I don't I don't even like I'll wait. I'd rather wait to get the good thing mm-hmm. instead of this microwave crap that everyone wants mm-hmm. to sell. I you can't waste my time because I don't know how much time I have. Yeah, right. So to answer that question, baby, just wait and be observant. Mm-hmm. Look, and then as you get closer, and you start seeing what you like. Yeah. Then that's when you start investing in your time because you don't waste your time if you just jump in and you be like, "Ew, what is this?" It was your fault. Take your time and look at it. Um, I wanted to uh, touch
1: uh, because some people, um, like my brother and sister, mentioned they mentioned about fruits, and I wanted to touch upon the scripture so we know exactly what they mean by fruit. And that um, scripture that's is uh, Galatians chapter five, verse twenty-two through twenty-three. It says, "But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. And those who are are Christ have crucified the flesh with his passions and desires. Um, So basically... You have to just so many things like talking about self control. In this person, if you truly are a a walking uh, this singleness the right way for Christ, you have to have self control because you're not supposed to be having sex before marriage. Mm-hmm. If this person, if you walking in a a lifestyle of purity and abstinence, and this person is saying, oh, "Okay, they perceive." To, to be able to wait, because I've dealt with that. I've dealt with relationships where the person was saved, claimed they were saved anyway. And, you know, I said, hey, I don't have sex before marriage and all this good stuff. And, you know, they proceed to be that way. But then if you give them a little inch, they roll with it. Because the thing is, the true, and this is speaking from a female perspective, a true man of God is that even if you feel like you want to be tempted and try to persuade him, He will put a halt to that because he's a man of God, and he will have standards for himself, regardless of what his flesh feels like. So you can't say that, oh, okay, he's just a man. No, that's not true, because he's not just a man. If he's God's man, then he will follow God's standards. Come on here. And he will be able to set the boundaries, even if you have it, because... Truly, when you in a real, um, a godly ordained relationship, yes. there are times where you might be, you know, feeling some type of way in your flesh, and there are times where he's yes. feeling some type of way, but y'all should be able to uphold each other, and if yes. y'all can't, you know, say, listen, like, listen, I want to do it, listen, don't get me wrong, like, I, I want to accept to you, and I want to fall into sin, but... I love God more. Yes. And they have to be able to love
0: God case. more than
1: they love you. Amen. Because if you truly love God more, you're not going to give in just because, you know, a little fifteen minutes or a half an hour, or whatever, how many minutes, you know, the pleasure will be. Because those those <laughs> <laughs>
0: control is so much. Right, right, You know, and of course we're not robots and stuff like that, but they, you should be practicing that. It's mm-hmm. a practice of controlling this flesh yeah. and controlling your emotions. Because right. you can be with somebody who don't mind having sex, but they not you in your head because they don't have no self-control with your anger. Mm-hmm. Like, you really, really got to watch these people and study people yes. and pray and take it to God. Mm-hmm. I mean, we really, are you saying... If we're really being safe and if we're really living in God's way, yeah. take it to God first. God, I see such and such. What you think? Yes. Yeah. Like how many? How often do we really ask for God's opinion? Right. We want to ask our girlfriends for their opinion. Yeah. We want to ask our, our our friends, and you want to go to pastors and stuff. And you're supposed to go to pastors. You're supposed to go to your girlfriends, but the first person you're supposed to go to is God. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's good. You're going to walk the bed. Uh, you, well, real. real. you, really, you really are right now. That's right. right. <laughs> you just want one person to agree with you, baby. Person. Like, a lot of y'all say, well, uh, he did that to her, but he ain't gonna do it to yes. me. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, what just happened here? No, like, he will do it to you because it's, it's in him. Yes. It's in him. And it's not even taking away from who you are. Yes. It's letting you know who he is. Right, right. Or who she is. Yes. Because there's some females, too, that is local who she is. Yeah. So you gotta stop. Stop thinking you don't want to save him because mm-hmm. you're not their your savior. Yeah, cause what's, the, what's that
1: saying? It says if somebody shows you who they are, they believe them. Yes. And they show you who they are. Don't try to you know justify. Right. Like, you know, their actions are justify Their their character. No, they show you who it is. Believe. If they lie, they are lucky. Like right. Yes. <laughs> if they steal, right. they are thieves. <laughs> no, <you can't> <laughs> if they kill us, they're a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> like, so i like, stop, coming to stop. Ooh, child, cool. you're going for days this with that question. Yeah, you're going to move. We have any questions in on, on the camera? Yeah. Okay. You uh, can swipe up too, see if they... Anything? Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Just want to make sure. All right. So, y'all brace yourselves. This question. All right. <laughs>
0: about this matter. Yes, yes, and yes. the truth is it is not of God. Right. right. It is not of God. Yes. It is not of God. That's not saying that we as the Christians don't love you mm-hmm. or that we're trying to be judgmental and say, well you you said I want to go to hell, how do we did and that's why I was so glad when she said that yes. that question is what we think. We're not giving you what we think. Right. This woman just gave you straight out the Bible. And I'm sure that there are many other scriptures that back this up. This deception is nothing but the trick of the enemy Mm -hmm. to turn so many, especially those who are saved, away from God. And my prayer, like this really hurts my heart because I see a lot of people Mm -hmm. who are saved. And writing for Christ, and know no right from wrong, and then get sucked into this this spirit here because it's a spirit. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And then I hear a lot of Christians that saying now today, "Well, since I can't fight it off, me, it must be because God is okay with it, or God is saying that's how I am." What? It has been a fight from the beginning with sin. Yeah. Sin is that sin. Why would you think that it would be easy to get rid of sin? Mm
2: -hmm. Gluttony
0: is sin. Mm -hmm. Sin is sin. And it hurts me. I'm trying to keep faith from tears because I see a lot. And then we have a lot of Christians that's like, you know, oh, this is the new age. And a lot of Christians that says, well, you're not showing love. How can you love me and set me up to go to hell? You love me? I wanted to go down in the book of life that I spoke on here yeah. along with, with, with these other disciples saying, yeah. it is wrong. Mm-hmm.
1: My God. It's, it hurts. It really, it really does hurt because it it's because you, like my sister said, you have people that, I mean, you've watched and some people, they were um, they were some of the people that brought you to Christ. Mm-hmm. And they knew the word and they were able to introduce, introduce you to Christ. And then you see them turn their back because when you choose to have a lifestyle of homosexuality and lesbianism, you're choosing to turn your back on Christ. Yeah. You can not Sit here and be a true man and woman of God, and say, "Okay." And like, I want to uh, touch base on what you said when um, you said that because I can't fight it. Because I can't fight it, so that must mean no. That's not. That's not it. Because the thing is, when it comes to the fight, you have to. You have to get rid of anything that is causing temptation in your life you have to get rid of people you have to get rid of lifestyles behaviors any you know things that is causing you know masturbation or pornography anything that's pleasing to the eye into the ear music you have to take extreme measures when it's causing for you to be able to allow the Holy Spirit to deliver you. You cannot be entertaining the same things. You can't be hanging around the same people. How can you call yourself if you know that homosexuality is not the right way, God's standards, and you're still hanging around people that's living that lifestyle, still going to, you know, 13th Street in the gay neighborhood, still going to all these gay clubs, and expect yourself to not be able to be delivered by God. And don't get yeah. me wrong because what we're expressing here is, is still Christian love. We're not being in judgmental no. state. It's that we're passionate because we are disciples yes. of Christ. Yes. So we're passionate about this because we don't want to see you going down the wrong path. That's right. That's right. And what's your lifestyle that you're living is the wrong path. Yes. You, and then, and then the, the crazy part about this is there's so many...
0: Leaders, leaders. it's leaders. It's leaders. Right. It's, it's, leaders.
1: it's leaders that is calling themselves, oh, I am a, what did the, they say? I'm a, a gay Christian or oh, no. A if you Christian. have to fit a, 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 a adjective in front of Christian, then it ain't right. If you're a Christian, you're a Christian. You're not a gay Christian. You're not a lesbian Christian. You're not a queer Christian. No. Christian is the standard. It is a word and noun by itself. It doesn't need an adjective to it. Point blank period. It doesn't need an adjective. Because Christian sets the standards. Christian has a definition that let you know, like my sister said, that if you label for men and men a man, or women and women, it's wrong. God created Adam and Eve, and they were able to flourish and bring forth life. So we have to know the word for ourselves. And when people, leaders, try to, you know, manipulate,
0: it's the spirit of manipulation. My Lord. You want numbers. You want people to follow you. And you not have people, I'm sorry, you do uh-huh. not have people follow Christ. Let me tell you something. I need you to get into your word. Because those who are leaders and lead others mm-hmm. the wrong way, a greater portion of hell you will attain. Like, this thing ain't no joke. It's no joke. My Lord. It's not. And I understand that it's a struggle. I'm not coming to get your struggle. Right. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not judging you on your struggle. But no, God did not create you that way. Right. Right. We are living in a world full of sin. Yeah. Demons. Demons. spiritual at your activity. On the dummy basis, even when you sleep. You have to get stop, first of all, stop being in all this religion huh. and get in a relationship yes. with God. Yeah. Because the relationship with God is true, righteousness and righteous holy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you really step aside from religion right. and you get into a relationship with God, mm-hmm. that's when you can be starting a path and getting set right. free. And it's going to be a struggle. Who told you it was supposed to be easy? Mm-hmm. Baby, it's easy now because he already got you. You never have no enemy. Come on. You on the double side. Mm-hmm. That's why it's easy. Yeah. That's why you're sleeping more. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you decide today mm-hmm. that you really want to fight and be with the Lord. Right. It's a fight, baby. Yes. Yeah. It's a battle. All through scripture, you're still in battles. Mm-hmm. Living right is a battle. Look yeah. yeah, this fleshy body. It's a battle. Come on, along It's wrong. I love you. I love you. It is wrong.
2: I just want to, sorry, I want to share a scripture because it's not just about homosexuality. It's about all sin because yeah. all sin is insane. And so I want to share a scripture that talks about what happens for those who are in sin. So, the scripture that I have is 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 10. Mm-hmm. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit or have any share in the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor infamous by perversion, nor those who participate in homosexuality, mm-hmm. nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor the drunkards, mm-hmm. nor revilers, Whose words are used as weapons to abuse, insult, humiliate, intimidate, or slander, Mm -hmm. nor swindlers will inherit or have any share in the kingdom of God. What is that from against this? First Corinthians 6, 9 through 10, the Amplified version.
3: (laughs) This is a really good, a really good topic.
2: Um,
3: And I just want to share everything that my sister said true. Mm-hmm. Um, and with this world today, you know, um, everything is, you know, hey, this, I can live the way I want to live, I can mm-hmm. do what I want to do. And just from Facebook and everywhere, yeah, it may be legal, you know, and you know in the eyes of you know the God of this world. Um, but in God's standards, you know, sin is sin. He doesn't like sin at all. Amen. And I mean keep in mind with, with what we're talking about with the question, no, you cannot be a Christian and live in a gay lifestyle. No, Mm -hmm. you cannot. We're not talking about the person that is struggling and that's going through, you know, homosexuality and they don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. The balance is we're saying the lifestyle, Mm -hmm. that you're engaging continually in the lifestyle. And we're raising the standard to say it is not right. It is not of God. This is why it's so important that before you you get into any type of relationship, is that you work on you. Because you can be, you cannot be in a lifestyle of homosexuality, and then because you want love so bad, you will go and try to find love in all the wrong places. Sometimes love don't have no face. This is why it's important that you have to Give back to your relationship with the Father so he can work out all that stuff in you. And I want to share this to anybody that is struggling with homosexuality or you are in a relationship or anything like that. God loves you. keep Keep in mind that God loves you. God does not like the sin. He loves you. And then also keep in mind that we are firm believers right now that you can be gay and you can be free.
2: You can be good, but you can be free. We serve a God that can deliver you from
3: anything. 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 And we need Christians to rise up, pastors, ministers. We need to rise up to say it's wrong. And I'm going to say something, and if you you delete me on Facebook, then so be it. Come on, delete. You cannot be in the pulpit. Come here. And you are living a lifestyle of homosexuality. Come here. And I'm sorry, if you are doing that, I'm telling you,
0: you are wrong. You are leading sheep. Don't be in the pulpit. Telling people one thing,
3: and you are living a double lifestyle. And I'm sharing with you, God is not pleased. And keep in mind, I'm talking to the leaders. I'm talking to the leaders. God is not pleased. There's so much stuff on Facebook. People living what they want to live and doing what they want to do. No, I'm coming to share with you and sound the alarm that you can be free. You can, yes. Where He will wipe it away, where you will walk away, and you will never walk walk away and and never have the desire to go back. I'm sharing with you that you can be free. Yes. You can be free. I am not. Talking about the person that is struggling, no. I am not talking about that. And I also want to sound an alarm. Yes, God loves you, but God hates the sin. Hated. God hates your sin, liar. God Hated. hates your sin, adulteress. Because when I we put all this stuff. Sin is sin. It's it's sin. It's sin. And I'm telling you, God, from God's point of view, clean it up. Come on, yeah. clean it up. If you are struggling, sit down and get yourself together sit down and get yourself together I don't care who deletes me on Facebook but as a minister and an elder of the the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ you cannot live a double lifestyle you cannot live a double lifestyle that means if you are preaching and you are pastoring and you are in adultery you are wrong you you are wrong as two left shoes wrong and here. so what we're talking about, no, you cannot be in a lifestyle of being in homosexuality and be a Christian. No, you cannot. Give not from God's standard. Not no, you from His standard. And we're talking about God's standard. Yes. Can you come yes. out? Can you come out? Yes, you can. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. We are all in We are all sitting right here. We have all been free from something.
0: Something. Yes. did not We have all been free.
3: On something is it a fight?
0: Yes, can God do it? Absolutely,
3: to say God can't free you is to say God, God is the God that can do the impossible. So, I'm sharing with you, and we're keeping it from and putting it in this right perspective. Yeah, we're not talking about the person that's struggling. You walk around in church and you like, I got these thoughts, we're not talking about the person that's been raped. Come on. We're talking about a lifestyle that no, you cannot be a Christian and live a lifestyle of, of homosexuality. No, Come you on. cannot. If you delete me, then all well. It's okay. But I'm gonna tell you that from God's point of view, and we as leaders, and you as pastors, or whoever you call yourself to be, I mean, you I mean, need to I mean. tell people wrong is wrong and wrong is wrong. Yeah. Stop I mean. playing. Come on, Stop Jesus. Stop playing. Stop playing. In these churches, we got churches out here that are gay churches. You got two pastors and you are married.
2: You are wrong
3: and you are out of order.
1: My Lord.
3: You are wrong and you are out of order. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you are offended. But if you are, good. Good. Because for God's standards, it's God's way. God's way, God's plan. If you are struggling, you can come out. Yes. So, please keep in mind what we are talking about. Yeah. Keeping it from in perspective. Perfect. We are talking about God's standards. This is not our opinions. This is God's standards. From the foundation of the world. And yes. if you are struggling in that, I'm trying to tell you that you can be free. Yes.
0: Free. Absolutely.
3: I mean, free. Just Absolutely. like that person that, that was in adultery,
0: you can be free. Absolutely. Absolutely.
3: You can be free. No, it wasn't your fault. And I feel that. No, it wasn't your fault that your uncle touched you. No, it wasn't your fault that somebody violated you. No, it wasn't your fault. But I'm coming here to tell you that God will free you. He will free you. No, it wasn't your fault. It wasn't your fault. But God is able to deliver you and set you free. To set you free from God's standard. To live a godly lifestyle. wait on God. we wait on God. wait on God. There's a lot of people that's dying. There's a lot of people that's wanting to kill themselves. And I, that's why I have a compassion. I'm not talking to the people that are struggling. I'm talking to the people that have a habitual lifestyle. And no, from God's perspective, no. You cannot live a lifestyle of homosexuality and call yourself a Christian. No, you cannot. And if you are saying this, because I picked this up in the spirit, you know, well, God, only God can judge me. And you know that, that you know what, what, see, that's what's wrong with y'all Christians now. Y'all hate, no, we don't hate, we love. We love, we love you so much that we we want we to yes! love the hell out of you. We want to love the hell out of you. We want to love the hell out of you, that you can be Free. Yes, Lord. You can be free. I am not talking to the people that struggle because I feel like that he's judging. but who are you? Do you know what you've been through? Yes, I know what I've been through. Yes. But I am a firm believer I'm that I great. am free and free. Hey. Yes. And yes, I can speak about it. I can speak about it because I was innocent of homosexuality for years. Jesus. And God freed me of that thing. Yes. And listen to this. Listen to this. And listen to me good. God will take away the desire. You may have the fault, but you will not have a desire. And from God's point of view, God can do anything. God can do anything. And I'm a firm believer. Oh, can he? yes, I can speak about it because I've been through it. Didn't think I was going to come out. I've been through it. I wanted to kill myself. I wanted to cut my wrist because I didn't understand. Now, I, now, how about this? How about this? I wasn't breaking but you know what? That's why our words are so powerful. Stop calling people faggots. Stop calling people things. Words
0: matter. Come on here.
3: You acting like a girl. You acting like this. Stop it. Stop. Stop it, Christian. Raise up the standard and God can do anything. Anything. Yes, I put myself out there, but listen to this. Listen to this. God God can do anything. Anything. Come out. Come out. I don't care what you some of you are facing this and you're like well I can't come out, I can't come out all they do is judge, no we're not going to judge you, we're going to love the hell out of you we're going to love the hell out of you God's standard God's standard so if you're going to do it God's standard you got to do it God's way God's way and I'm telling you there's a clarion call to all the leaders, if you lead people if you are in a lifestyle that is not godly, then you are wrong. I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. You're wrong. And I'm telling you you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. Get rid of those illicit lifestyles. Leave them alone. I'm talking to the leaders now. that are leading people. And you said it's, it's okay. Get out that pulpit and stop preaching wrong stuff. I ain't telling you to be perfect. I ain't telling you to be perfect. But what I am telling you is that you must have God's standard. And God's standard is that you be free. And free indeed. Free. And free indeed. No longer bound but free. No longer bound but free. 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 Freedom. 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 God will set you free. And God loves you. He loves you with an everlasting love. Everlasting love. Thank
0: you. To the mothers, the parents of children whether um, they're teen, young, or adults, who are faced with a child, who is struggling with homosexuality. Love your child. Yes. But still tell your child yes. and lead your child the right way. Yes. When your child is young, it is your job to protect them. You do everything to protect them. When your child is going towards the stove and you know it's hot, you pull them back, right? Your child is dealing with homosexuality. Is getting too close to the stove. It's hot. And you can tell your child no and still love them. Unless, do not close off to them. Don't shut your door to them. You open your doors to them. But you still love them and give them the right way to go in the word of God. It is still your job to teach them and to train them in the way that they should go. you. It is too many of our parents of the parents accepting the way of the world now because you're afraid that if you don't accept it that your child will feel as though that you don't love them. You love them enough to do exactly what my brother has been saying, to love the hell out of them. You don't support them going the wrong way. But you love them and support them back to the right way. And if you're struggling on how to do that, you seek the Lord for guidance and help. Because the sad thing about that spirit is that it just don't come with the wanting to have sex with the same sex. It comes with suicide. It comes with anger. Mm -hmm. It comes with rebellion. Mm -hmm. It comes with strife. So you got a lot in your hands. And I pray for the parents that have to still love
2: them and
0: lead them the right Amen. way. May the Lord give you grace and mercy on how to do it. But don't you dare stand the door on them. And don't you dare yes. tell them it's okay. Yes. Don't set your now, Mary, it is still your job Come on. to be their parents and parents I don't know if you knew it or not but you are the assigned intercessors for your children's life. it is your job when they came into this world and if you did not know that you know it now Thank you, Jesus. get on your post you, and pray that spirit off your child you. while you still hug your child oil your hands up when you touch your child to hug them when your child comes over and sits, place the worship music and music. I'm not telling you to throw a bite when they throw because if they were trained like that, they already know that word. I'm telling you to get a relationship with your child, Lord, but you love that demon of orphanage. Don't celebrate them on their way to hell. Who throws a party for their child to go to hell?
2: And that's just not with homosexuality, oh, yeah, right? That's Any that's addiction, that's right. addiction, right? Oh, God, thank
0: you. Any wrong path that is against God's standards. Yes. Come on, body. Come on, body.
1: Come
0: Let's get back to the word.
1: The word got out and somebody needs to hear it. So regardless if the video deleted or not, God's will was done. Yes. Amen. And that's, and, and that's what I wanted to just say and just re- reiterate that we're showing love and that everything, because we're very passionate, because we have experiences with these things. We're not speaking on intellect. We're not speaking on what we... Might have read from a a newspaper. No, we're speaking based off experience and based off of what the Holy Spirit is leading us and based off what the Word of God is saying. It's not, you know, based off opinion. This is based off of facts. The Word of God is facts. Period. It is the manual to go by. When you're trying to live this lifestyle of Christianity, We're not talking about religion, we're talking about a relationship. We're talking about when you truly have a relationship with Christ, the word of God is the standard. The word of God is the manual. If you are truly struggling with any type of sin and you want to see what God's standards are, go to the word of God. Everything is in there. You don't have to question it. And even with Google these days and now I want to put and you spin on it because sometimes you Google things and they can lead you the right the wrong way. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, even if you need to say, okay, what scriptures then you'll know, cover homosexuality, what scriptures cover, you know, having sex before marriage, which scriptures cover certain, you know, aspects that you may be struggling with. The internet. We have so many things, you know, out there that we can't make excuses that, oh well, I didn't know or no. You can on your phone, mm-hmm. scrolling on Instagram, liking everybody's pictures, but you can't go through Google and try to find. Listen, we can't make these excuses these days. He's coming. God is coming. Jesus is coming back soon. Soon, girl. he's coming. Nobody, no oh. man. Try to convince us that we don't know what his standards are, and we're sitting in here, we play in church, and we're living in the world and trying to serve the enemy, trying to serve God too. And God is saying, No, I am a jealous guy, and I will not go for that any longer because He is our father. But God is saying, because I'm a jealous God, because I'm your father, I will not allow you to live this lifestyle any longer. And that's why he has this platform. That's why he has people speaking and standing up for what is right. Thank you, Jesus. No longer people of God, we can't sit up here and babysit these things any longer. Because we care about, you know, what people say, because we care about what people think about us. That people, please, the spirit has to be stopped. It has to be stopped. Amen. And regardless of people, what people may say, and if you set up a standard listen. and then decide to walk away, let them go. But still love and pray for them yeah. afar. Yeah. Yeah. Because you did what you were supposed to do. Amen. Amen. And that's what matters. Because when we sit in front of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, on Judgment Day, he is going to ask us the question, what did you do in my name's sake? Jesus. What did you do in his name state? When you had the opportunity, when you had the opportunity before your brother and your sister to let them know that they were wrong, (laughs) did you open up your mouth and speak my word, or did you shut your mouth because you were afraid of what they were going to say? And that is what the judgment you need to be worried about. Not whether or not we're sitting here, whether or not you think we're judging. No. God's judgment. judgment. That
0: is the judgment.
1: God's judgment is what you need to be worried about. And that's why it's important to get things right now while you still have the opportunity. Because when we get before the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the one who reigns, there's going to be no more time. Because it will be finished. So the time that we have now is important that we get it right now.
0: And angels who did not keep their own designated place of power, but abandoned their proper dwelling place. Mm-hmm. He has kept an eternal chains under darkness for the judgment of the great day. Mm-hmm. Just as Sodom and Gomorrah and the adjacent cities, since they in the same way as these angels indulge in gross, it says gross, I'm not making this up, babies, in gross and moral freedom, and unnatural vice and sensual perversity they are exhibited as an example in undergoing the punishment of everlasting fire. Us telling you no is not the judgment. The word of God is the judgment. Romans 1 18 for God has not overlooked sin, and the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all, all, all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, who in their wickedness suppress and strifle the truth. You hear his word? Yeah. Judge 1, 6-7. Romans 1, 18. Mm-hmm. Revelations 21, 8. Romans 14, Twelve. This is just a few. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't want his judgment because it's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. We're
1: gonna. We're not gonna answer any more questions because I believe what what God desires to do this evening mm-hmm. is done. Um. But what I want to have the encouragement of you guys is because. From here on out, you can't say that you, that you didn't know what God's standards are and that, you know, nobody ever told you or nobody, listen, everybody didn't grow up in church. Everybody didn't grow up in church, and I get that. But the fact of the matter is, with social media, you know, with all of these platforms, we can't sit up here and say we didn't know. You're saying, oh, well, you know, my, my family member. Listen, I plead the blood of Jesus over these generational curses right now where we feel as though just because our father, our grandmother, our aunts and our uncles lived in this lifestyle that we have to take on that lifestyle, I feed the blood of Jesus over that, and I bind the enemy in the mighty name of Jesus, for I, I feel in the Holy Spirit right now, that many people that are watching are the generational curse breakers. yes, You are. It's time for you to raise up the standard. It's time for you to raise up the standard.
3: Hallelujah. Your
1: family members, your co-workers, your neighbors, they need to see that you're raising the standards and that you are saying, God, the buck stops with me. Yes, and, and like my brothers and sisters said earlier, some, some experiences that we had, you know, in our past, rape, I feel for you. All of those, those things, abandonment, mm-hmm. rejection, Those are prerequisites, or are falling into lifestyle of sin. But the factor of the matter is, it's not an
0: excuse.
1: You have to take control and make a decision that God. Even though I've experienced those things, even though I have imperfections, God, I will not allow those things to bound me up any longer. Take responsibility of your freedom. Take responsibility of your freedom. Go to God and say, "Lord, here I am. Mm. Here I am, Lord. I'm broken, Jesus. But God, you're the surgeon. Yes, put me back together again, oh God. Mm. Because I know that you can do it. If nobody else can, God, I know you can do it. I tried everybody else,
3: God.
1: I tried friends. I tried money. I tried." Belong, God, and fill me back up, God, with what you, before you desire, God. That's what our mindset needs to be. Cause going back to that scripture earlier it says, "Do not perform yourselves." I'm gonna go back to that to reiterate and close it out with that. It says, "I'm just gonna read this passage for the New King James Version." It says, "And do not be conformed to this world." But be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So we cannot allow ourselves to be conformed by this world. Don't allow yourself to be conformed by this world and allow God to take you through the process. Because we're not not saying that it's going to be an instantaneous thing. Your deliverance may not be instantaneous. But guess what? God has patience for days. And all he's saying is just give him something to work with. Say, Lord, take that step. Just take a step. Say, Lord, I know I'm not perfect. Lord, I'm imperfect. Lord, I'm imperfect, but God, I know that you can do all things. Here I am, oh God. Make me whole. Clean me up. As you can see, each and every one of us have had crosses to bear. Mm-hmm. We all have had crosses to bear. We all have had lifestyles that we were not proud of. But guess what? We are perfect. Yes. But we are perfected through Christ. Yes, yes. yes. We are perfected through Christ. And through, and through, in spite of our flaws, in spite of our imperfections, God still chooses to use us. Ex-homosexual, poor mother. ex-thief, Ex-murderer, well, we're not murderers, but you get what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> right. We all have an ex.
0: Yes. We
1: all have an ex. Yes. the Holy Spirit want to bring some light to the matter. But we all have an ex. Absolutely. And that's what you have to understand: that in spite of the ex that you have, God will still use you. Yeah.
2: Ephesians 5, 15-17 mm-hmm. So be careful how you live Don't live like fools mm-hmm. But like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity In yes. these evil days mm-hmm. Don't act thoughtlessly But understand what the Lord wants you to do Jesus
1: mm. See you See <laughs> Don't get deleted, but guess what? I have a ways of saving it. So, <laughs> 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 oh That was a side but yes, I pray that you, uh, that you guys, were blessed this evening, and I'm just going to say a word of prayer, just a word of covering and encouragement and freedom over you guys. Heavenly Father, my Lord, we thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God, we thank, thank you, you, Father God for what you have done this evening. Thank you, thank you. Jesus. We thank you, Father God. We gave you room to have your way and you did just things. Yes,
0: Lord Jesus.
1: Holy Spirit, this wasn't about us. Yes. It was about you, that Father God, making sure that your children heard you loud and clear. Thank you. God, we thank you for being a loving Father. Thank you, Jesus. God, you're so loving, God, that you're so fit, that Father God, that we will see that there's still time and just like any parent, because of your love, we want to make sure that we, that Father God, are corrected in the right manner. That there was no room left that Father God saying that we don't know what your standards are. No room left to, to say that, God, if you don't know, God, what you expect of us. For God, you are sending your son back. And God, I pray that, Father God, for every person that was watching and shall watch in the future that Father God, I pray for their salvation. Yes. Yes. Right now in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that, Father God, they right now where they are, Father God, that they would take this time to rededicate their lives by full out of those that, Father God, have fallen away from the things of God. But thank you, Father God, for taking this with allowing us to have this platform for them to get it right. Now. So if you are watching right now, I ask that you repeat this prayer with me. Father, I know that I am a sinner. I know that I have fallen away from the things of God. But Father, I realize that although I am imperfect, although that I am the Father God, a sinner, God, I know that you have sent your son to save me. Holy Spirit, I ask that you will come back, come back into my life. To make me whole, be Lord over my life. I confess it with my mouth. I believe it in my heart. That you were that you died on the cross for my sins, and you were raised for the dead to save me. So, Holy Spirit, come me into my life and make me whole again. I thank you, Father, and from here on out, then Father, I will live a life for God I live and for God I die. Yes. And Jesus awesome name, I pray. Amen. And if you have prayed that prayer, whether or not this is your first time accepting Jesus Christ, or whether or not you strayed away from him, guess what? God has forgiven you. Yes. And this is a fresh start. This is a fresh start. And I want to say this. Don't allow the enemy, don't allow the enemy to try to make it seem like that you are not going the fresh start and try to play with your mind. Because yes. guess what? The slate is clean. Don't allow him to throw back your past, throw back your imperfections. No, the slate is clean. Allow the Holy Spirit to lead you in the right path. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not into your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all of his ways mm-hmm. and he will direct your path. Mm-hmm. Allow the Holy Spirit to direct your path. And watch him do it in your life. Trust me. He will transform you. He will restore you. He will restore your identity. Watch him do it. I pray that you are blessed this evening. Until next time on Perfectly Perfect Live, I will see you guys later. I thank you so much for my panelists. But we will see you guys
0: next week. Bye. Bye.